0: Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share amazing stories of women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yap Chan. And today I have an amazing lady on the show today. She is a co-founder of Asians in Advertising and also the co-author of the upcoming book, The Visibility Mindset. And I'm so excited to have her on the show today to share about her confidence story. And so without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Jessalyn Lam. Jessalyn, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more about yourself to the listeners.
1: Sure, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me here today, Sheena. I've been a big fan of everything you're doing, excited about even your upcoming book that you have. And so for me, for everyone listening, as Sheena mentioned, I'm the co-founder of Asians in Advertising. It's a nonprofit globally for Asians and providing opportunities for them to help elevate them to higher positions and making sure that they have a community for networking across their career growth and making sure we have a spotlight for them for representations for, for Asians. And then with my book, I still don't believe that I'm an author now. <laughs> so that that our book, The Visibility Mindset, I co-authored that with my uh, Asians in Advertising co-founder, Bernice Chow. So it's The Visibility Mindset, How Asian American Leaders Create Opportunities and Push Past Barriers. And it's a book about essential career guide that's for the Asian community and allies to really solve the career gap for API and really break the stereotypes and provide tips. And really excited for that to be published in November. Awesome! We're so excited to
0: have the book come out. I can't wait to get order my copy. And you know, this book can have come in at a better time. I'm not sure if you checked uh, McKinsey's latest report. They mentioned that. Asian women represented in corporate roles or higher position roles dropped 80%, which is huge, right? Like they mentioned the ratio of promotions from Asian men to Asian women went from like one to two, two to one and now six to one or something like that. Like it's really crazy. And you know, as Asian women, it's, it's. We have to go through so many barriers just to be heard, be seen, because we're still seen by our negative stereotypes. So I really love what you're doing, and I remember having Bernice on the show last season. You know, she was talking about how you and her created Asians in advertising, and how well just like the turnout just came out really great. And it's just a sign that you know it was just needed to be done, right? The universe was like you know, if you, if you create it, people will, will come. Right. So I'm so super excited that, you know, you guys have created this, you have your upcoming book and Jessalyn, what's your cultural background?
1: Sure. So I'm Chinese American and I was born in the United States in a town called Poughkeepsie, New York. And then I've lived in New York city ever since. And then I, I now actually moved, moved out of New York city to Monroe, New York. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And what'd be your favorite self-confidence quote? Oh, that's a really great question. There's there's so many really good ones. And I would share one of my favorite ones is from Michelle Obama. And it's your success will be determined by your own confidence and fortitude.
0: I love that. Because confidence is really important when you want to go out there and be successful. And success doesn't mean what society sees, right? It really just how you want to live your life, right? If you want to live in a hut in the beach in the middle of nowhere, that's success to you, that's fine. If you want to start your business, that's great too, right? And I think sometimes we get caught up in this one meaning of success that we feel like a failure every single day, right? And so really, success is just how you want to live your life. And I really love that quote that you mentioned. And in your own words, how do you define self confidence?
1: For how I look at self confidence, it really starts with how you perceive yourself and really your, your own mindset. So it's, if you believe in yourself, then anything is possible.
0: I love that. And I know, as women in general, you know, how we perceive ourselves, we always feel like our worst, we always see the worst things about us, right? We're not our best friend, we become our worst critic, worst enemy. And because of that, it really, we start resisting to make moves, right? That's why there's a huge confidence gap between men and women. Men aren't smarter than us, to be honest, you know, they're just they're just willing to take action and figure it out along the way. If they fail, they have a result, they move on to the next. And if women did the same thing as men, just imagine how much we can accomplish. And there's been studies where, you know, they they've tested men and women create, doing a task and women has always done better than men, as long as they took action. But because, you know, if we see ourselves as not good enough, not worthy, of course, we're not going to go out there and make it happen. Mindset is so important in order to take the action we need to take to move up and be the person that we're meant to be. So I love that you mentioned that. And, and Jessalyn, what was your life like before discovering self confidence?
1: I feel like I didn't learn about self confidence or even acknowledge that I was doing it until later in life. So really, before that, I was figuring out my life, what I wanted to do. And I mean, I'm still figuring it out too. It, it evolves all the time. And for me, it, it in the beginning, when I didn't really know about self-confidence, I feel like I definitely would doubt my decisions and I didn't believe in myself as much as I do now. So that's why I love this conversation that we're having to be able to teach people the importance of it and be able to even learn it earlier on in their life.
0: I love that. And I think we're always trying to figure ourselves out too, right? I'm holding it. You know, sometimes we just feel lost and I think sometimes it's okay to be in that position because, you know, as, as you're finding yourself, working on yourself, you know, the right things will appear to you. And, and sometimes it takes time, right? Depending on each person, because, you know, we have different upbringings, we have different things to unlearn. So it's okay if, you know, you are able to figure out yourself faster than me, right? Because we're two different people. And I think that's a great reminder we need to tell people because especially in the Asian culture, we're so great at comparing ourselves, right? And then social media doesn't help. It's like, oh, she's got washboard abs and I got muffin tops, right? I feel like a failure. But most people deal with muffin tops, right? I mean, and and if we're just more authentic about that, I mean, people could relate and realize, you know, it's it's okay it's really okay. If we're not feeling great, if we're going through mental health issues, if we're not as confident, um, if we're having a bad day, because it's normal, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's real life. It's not always curated photos on Instagram. So I love that you mentioned that. And you know, what was that aha moment, especially creating uh, Asians and advertising? So I want to hear from your perspective, I've, I've heard Bernice's perspective, um, but I want to hear from you, you know, especially creating Asians and advertising, because you, you b- both of you created it literally out of like, just a conversation. And it just really happened so fast. And then also creating a great book called Visibility Mindset, right? Because Asian Americans, or Asians in general, are the biggest group of people, but you yeah, were the most invisible. And it doesn't matter if it's in the US, Canada, or, uh, you know, any other country, we're still invisible. So what was that aha moment for you?
1: Yeah, and and actually, before I mentioned the aha moment, I wanted to add, Add speaking of muffin tops, <laughs> me being a first time mom, I feel like that's been a new chapter, even just the whole self-confidence. So it evolves all the time. So if, even for listeners out there, like be patient with yourself there because things change and being able to look at things as a learning experience is part of the confidence. I mean, for me, I'm still building my confidence as a new working mom. So that's just want to add that as another thing that I'm experiencing. For the aha moment, I mean, I can share even before Asians at Advertising, I did want to share with everyone. I mean, I went through this whole... Self love journey and to really understand what is love, how, what does loving yourself mean to be your own best friend? And that for me personally included going to therapy and prioritizing myself for the first time, not just physically, but like mentally and spiritually. So that, that's really important for me. And that's, that's worked really well. And then that led me to like where I am now. And for the aha of how I even met Bernice, it's really, it really happened where I wanted to do more to help serve the Asian community. So I, I've i been calling it like my new Asian chapter last year where I was like, okay, I'm tired of waiting for solutions to happen. I need to do something. And so I joined, I became a member of Ascend. I created Omnicom's first Asian uh, employee resource group. And then I joined a lot of different Asian organizations. And then from attending the Ascend Leaders and Marketing webinar, I met Bernice Chow and we just had a video chat we got along really well and i was i admired just in terms of her career because at the time she was she was pregnant at the time and i was actually family planning and she also has done tedx talks has an impressive career so i stayed in touch with her and then when we created agents and advertising together that was more i don't even think it was an aha moment it was more like yes we need this community let's do it i think the aha moment for me was more for seeing the the success of or the need for it when we just casually put it out on our LinkedIns that we were creating an event together and then we had over 600 people sign up for our first event we're like whoa the, like that there means that there needs to be a community so our, our community has really gl- grown so much globally that it's been fueling us to keep going and do more and continue to expand and really continue to help serve our community for the impact.
0: Yeah, I I love it, and I love that you mentioned. You know, instead of waiting, we just got to go out there and take action. And I, I know, especially for women, it's hard because we've been programmed to always wait for things to happen. You know, a great example is like dating. It's really shameful if the girl makes the first move. You gotta wait for the guy to ask you out, but then you know you're waiting forever, and then the guy's already moved on. Right? Um, it's the same concept. It's like we always feel like we have to wait for something to happen or wait for Prince Charming to save us, when really. You know, it's up to us to create the opportunities that we want to create the change that we want to see, especially in our community. I mean, it was one of the reasons why I started this podcast, co created uh, Asian Women Who Boss Up, because there was just this need for better representation for Asian women. Because for the longest time, we're seen as sex symbols, you know, we're seen as, uh, you know, male order brides. And because of that, you know, there's a huge rise in violence against Asian women, especially in New York. Um, and so many women are suffering. So, so in order to, Solve that problem. We need to have better representation. We need to share stories. We need to show people you can be more than that. And so I really love that you mentioned that. And, you know, I kind of like to learn a little bit about, you know, the book, right? Like, you know, what was like, like, what was that like for you being able to uh, now be, be called a co-author in a book, right? Like, was that scary? Was that a huge deal? Like, I just wanted to learn a little bit more about that.
1: Absolutely, ha- happy to share that. I mean, I'm I'm still in shock to say that I'm a published author. I, I, I mean, speaking about confidence for me, I'm like, is this real? Like, am I dreaming? For me, what really fueled me to keep going and writing the book. Now being a mom, I was like, I would love to read this to to my daughter and have her acknowledge all the leaders across industries and how they were successful or how they got to where they are. And and also, I wish I wrote this book thinking in the mindset of, I wish I had this when I was younger. And so that drove us to, to write it and being able to collaborate. Each chapter interviews different leaders and being able to have them be vulnerable to share their story has been amazing, too, because it's also having them share insights. And then at the end of each chapter, we share resources and actionable takeaways because we want to make sure that people can continue their learning after the book. So it's it definitely was really amazing to write the book, definitely a lot, because I don't know if I mentioned earlier, like I wrote the book when I was pregnant and finished it during maternity leave. So it definitely feels like a blur within the six months that we wrote the book. Um, but we're really proud of it. And we're really happy that it's it's official, that it's going to be published and excited to hear what people think about it when they start reading it.
0: Awesome. I can't wait to read it. I know it's, it's like a big shock, right? And then,
1: you know, the imposter syndrome kicks in.
0: Who am I to write a book? You know, who's going to listen to me? Who's going to buy it? but you know we just got to put it out there and you know if if we believe in what we do you know we're going to make it work right and as women we can make a lot of things work right if you're put in a situation where it's like do or die you're going to go out there and make it happen so super excited for this and because of everything that you've been through what's your life been like now
1: i would say especially the knowing about self love and really prioritizing that and having more self confidence it's kind of made, it may sound cheesy, but it has made me feel a little bit unstoppable in the way where I'm learning. I'm still learning, but I have been done doing better in setting boundaries and that's setting boundaries across the board career and professionally. And that's really given me so much freedom and not caring what people think of me. And my husband helps a lot with that too, because I'm, I I used to care a lot and he's like, who cares? I'm like, it doesn't matter. And then I practiced that and I was like, oh, you're right. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, so little things have really helped for me to let go, and also just continuing to practice to love myself and prioritizing that has really helped me live my best life, because it creates more space for me to do what brings me joy and do things that I wouldn't have ever imagined that I'm I'm capable of doing.
0: I love it. And I love how you mentioned setting boundaries, because in our culture, that's not typical.
1: Yeah, it's so it's still so hard. I mean, I say that, but I still work on it. Same here, same here. of
0: course, right? I mean, it's part of our culture. And, it, you know, it takes a long time to unlearn, right? So being able to just take baby steps is a huge success, right? Being able to say, no, I'm not going to do that, because I don't want to. right? It's it's, great. it's scary, but it's also the greatest feeling in the world. So, so I totally get it. And, you know, uh, Jessalyn, to the woman who's listening to your episode, she may be in her own journey to self confidence would be that one tip you would give to her.
1: I I would say, don't try your best not to compare yourself to anybody else. We spoke about that a little bit earlier. But just as a reminder, because uh, look at yourself more as like the previous version of yourself. And know you're continuing to grow and thrive and give yourself love, grace and kindness. Uh, Really be patient with yourself as you continue your own self confidence uh, journey and go at your own pace. I mean, don't try to rush to where you need to be. Also enjoy the journey along the way and really trust. Someone mentioned this to me as a reminder, like trust the universe and the process of of where you're headed.
0: I love all the tips that you mentioned. And if our listeners wanted to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do, check out Asians in Advertising, uh, get a copy of the book. Is there any links or social media profiles we can connect with?
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, we... I'll share you with you my LinkedIn that people can connect with me. I'm happy to even have like a virtual coffee with anyone listening out there and definitely buy a copy of the book and happy to, to even meet you. Feel free to reach out if you have questions about the book when you read it and would love anyone to, if you're interested to join our events with Asians in Advertising, because we make most of our events are free and we create a lot of initiatives. Um, we even launched this year for the first time, our Future Asian Leader Scholarship so that's been a really amazing where we hired a Filipino leadership coach. And so those kind of initiatives, we even have like a mentorship program. We partner with 3AF. And so people can stay tuned on what other things we continue to create.
0: Awesome. Thanks so much for all the work you and Bernice have done. And, you know, this is so great. And it's something that I wish that I had growing up, you know, um, being able to realize like, being able to um, be proud of our culture, right? So thank you so much for everything that you do. And if our listeners wanted to connect with Jessalyn, you can head on over to com and search for Jessalyn's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I just really want to thank Jessalyn for taking the time to share her story with us on self-confidence. So thank you so much, Jessalyn.
1: Thank you. This is a highlight of my day. So really excited to be here and and meet the the audience listening here too.
0: Not a problem. Such an honor having you on the show. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of Another Amazing Woman's Journey to Self-Confidence, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of The Tao of Self-Confidence. You can order your copy of Asian Women Who Boss Up Book by visiting our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com.
1: Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.